Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? Not a lot. I can see that on a t-shirt someday. What's shaking, Daniel? What's shaking, Daniel? It has to be spelled weird so that people know it needs to be said in that manner of voice. I feel like I should prepare more for that question each time, and yet... Yet you don't. I'm always baffled. No coffee today. What's happening? It's around the corner on oh. the desk. Maybe between episodes, I'll go grab it. Um, I had a I had a, uh, a message that said, uh, posit- plus, what did he say? Plus one for the bro talk. Advocate for more bro talk. Oh, it's getting uh, it's getting controversial nah. back and forth in the internet web. It just ha- it world. just so happened that it came from one of my. Uh, closest friends. Oh, uh, so. count. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dang it. But I was like, sweet. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, housekeeping, general odds and ends. Uh, send us those questions. The queue is getting a little sparse, but our audience is growing significantly. So if you're sitting there listening to this, uh, binging said episodes, and you're about caught up, uh, send us a question. Uh, send us, uh, you've now listened to however many episodes in a row and you're thinking, gosh, they never got to this one thing that you have on your mind. Well, you've got questions, put them in an email, we just might use it on our show. So jump on your smartphone, record an audio, send it to us, podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Most of the time, We'll throw you in the queue, and and you'll get on the show, uh, and you'll get that Amazon gift card. Uh, The only times we do not is if we happen to miss it, and it was maybe very time-sensitive, and now it's just gone— um, or it's a question that we've just recently covered. Those, you know, so if some of you are out there like, I just I sent in a question three months ago, you haven't gotten to it, it's probably because we got to somebody else's and it was very similar. So, um, you know, just that's an FYI. Second thing is we've got the uh, Instagram rocking and rolling DIY dot money, and it's been crickets in there from me. But uh, make sure you get in there because you know the way I operate is like. Bam! Out of the blue, it's just content, content, content in the Facebook tribe, uh, and that's the just hit up DIY tribe on Facebook, and we'll let you in. We don't really have any filters other than we don't want other people just kind of eavesdropping on us. All right, we've got an interesting question today from a hometown boy, so I was kind of excited to see that we uh, we have audience all over. Uh, the world, actually, and this one just happens to be from Lexington. This is John, right? Is it right? John. All right, yeah. so John from Lexington, Kentucky. What do you got? D-I-Y! Quint, Daniel, this is John from here in Lexington, Kentucky. I have a question regarding retirement planning. My wife and I are both 35 years old. We have a combined gross income of about 275000 annually. We currently have almost 600,000 in traditional retirement plans. We have no debt outside of our mortgage. Here's the interesting part. Both of our employers provide a 100% match of 401k contributions up to the federal maximum. We both max out these benefits. My question is one, 
are we saving too much for retirement? And two, are we sowing the seeds for a giant tax bomb during our retirement years? I know it's a great problem to have, but we're looking for any advice on how to retire early without an extraordinary tax burden since we have no Roth options. Thank you for any insight. All right. Great question, John. And admittedly, I spent two minutes trying to figure out who he sounds exactly like. It's on a television show. Got the mustache. Very serious kind of guy in a humorous show. Nothing, Daniel? You got I have nothing? no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you're listening out there. You're going, oh, my gosh, that guy just sounded like blah, 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 whoever that is. So anyways, that's him. My name is Ron Swanson, and I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about the miserable, screwed-up world of local government. All right, John. Uh, thanks so much for, for sending the, uh, that question in. I'm going to kick it over to Daniel, the CFP, P, uh, to see what he says, and then I'll add in anything that he missed because, you know, we might be slacking today with no coffee. What do you got, Daniel? It's possible. Yeah, so, John, this is actually a more common concern uh, than you think about because the old rule of thumb there is to put as much as humanly possible kind of in your 401ks. What I thought it was interesting is you said that they match up to the maximum. So I, I just have to see, think or see the kind of the details on, on sort of how that fleshes out, how that works. Uh, but that's a huge benefit. Unfortunately, as you said, they don't have a Roth. Now, when we talk about taxes in retirement, one thing to keep in mind is you're if you're in making over two hundred thousand now, you're in a pretty substantial tax bracket. Um, when you retire, that tax bracket's going to depend on two things: one, what you need, and therefore what you pull out of your accounts. But then, two, how much is in the accounts and how much you're required to take out every year when you hit age currently seventy-two for an RMD, required minimum distribution, because you have tax deferred accounts. So that is a that is an issue to to kind of think through. Uh, the bigger one that you you alluded to or said is retiring early, and so everybody kind of has a different definition of what retiring early is. With these four hundred one ks, depending on the employer and how the four hundred one k is set up, you may not have access to those monies before fifty nine and a half without a penalty, or by using other exceptions like the substantially equal periodic payments. So there are some moving parts there that you're going to want to talk to either a planner or a tax professional about to really explore if you guys are considering retire early. When I say retire early, I'm talking 50, 55, et cetera, uh, substantially earlier than the 60, uh, sort of typical 60 to 65 to 67 typical retirement ages. So if that's kind of something on your horizon, I would talk to somebody early and really set a course and a plan for that because you're going to want to obviously look at that tax situation. You're going to want to look at what's in 401ks versus what's in, say, taxable accounts. And depending on the match, I mean, I think, you know, trying to get as much of the match as possible is a really good plan because matches technically are free money. So you put in a dollar, they give you a dollar match. That's, you know, 100% return on those. Uh, even if you then turn around and pay tax, you've, you've still made a pretty good return on investment, uh, even sort of post-tax. So it's a kind of a holistic picture that has to be looked at. I would be, my follow-up questions would be, um, you know, what are the real specifics of that match? And two, what does retire early mean for you? And what can you save outside of the 401k? All right. Um, I, in however many episodes, I've never done this. Um, so, you know, take it for what it's worth. People out there are going to kind of cringe or whatnot. But uh, John in Lexington, <laughs> um, I would give Daniel a call and spend the fourteen ninety five on the wealth development plan. 
Uh, I mean, that's it. That's a. I'm again. I'm crossing two. I'm. I'm kind of bringing bridging the gap here with our Jewel Financial. But uh, I, look, I know it's not cheap. Thousand four hundred ninety-five bucks, but that is perfect for someone like yourself. We we roll that out when somebody you know is not a comprehensive wealth management client. But Daniel's answer is wrought with these kind of depends, and and I'm it does. I'm not I'm not trying to bunt here, but you, you know what your goals, what your objectives are. You really do need to. Uh, whether it's us, someone else, that's fine. But you need to meet with somebody and look at these, model these things out. We see this um, a lot. We see this a lot in high earners who have these uh, ability to put a tremendous amount of tax-deferred money away. And then upon retirement, they have no idea that you know, wow, I've got no kids at home. There goes those credits. I've got no mortgage. There goes that mortgage interest if you're still, you know, getting that. Um, yeah, we give a lot to to the church or to donations, but we don't have enough to itemize, so that doesn't really help us. And so now every dollar that you take out of your 401k post-retirement that becomes basically an IRA at that time is taxed as ordinary income. Now, when someone comes in and is 60 years old and they're looking at that at 65, 66, our hands are basically tied. It becomes very, very difficult. We look in and we say, okay, well, maybe we can delay, you know, maybe you do have some cash and we can delay that as long as possible until we get to your required minimum distribution, yada, yada, yada. You know, there's some things in there that we can potentially do, but we can't really right the ship completely. At your age, right now in the mid-30s, making exceptional income, having these incredible benefits, you do have the options that are out there to sort of you know, kind of figure this out looking way down the road. Things like a backdoor Roth IRA. You might be going, what the heck is that? Well, Google it and kind of look at it, but that's something to explore. I'm not making that as a, as a blanketed recommendation, but it is something. Uh, Daniel alluded to the fact of retiring early, uh, the substantial equal minimum distribution payments. That's called a 72T under the IRS code, and that's an option if, in fact, you only have deferred money sitting out there, etc. Um, there's, again, other methodologies by which we could say, well, what about just a taxable investment account looking at qualified dividends down in the line uh, in order to bridge the gap? So there's a lot of things that you can do, and I know, again, you might be going, well, we didn't really give you an answer. I guess my answer is this. Your question is valid because it's a legitimate concern, and I like it. He likes it. He likes it. If there's one thing I can pretty much bank on is that over the next several years, taxes will be higher. I am very, very confident in that. We don't know where the market's going to be. We don't know where inflation's going to be. But I can confidently say taxes will be up. So that's a big deal for you. I can also say that you have time to sort of plan ahead for this. So there are strategies to do. There's no question about it. We need to look at those strategies. And this is, we don't hear us say this very often. I mean, maybe once a dozen times or so on and so forth. But this is the time that you should seek a second opinion. Even though you might implement it yourself, I don't want to get away from that DIY. You might implement it yourself, but I do think that this is a time you could seek a second opinion. If if anybody else is out there regarding, you know, well, when do I seek a second opinion? Again, you, you kind of have to determine that yourself, but be very careful. When you seek that second opinion, it should be a almost a transactional business because, again, you pay for the service, you get the plan, you get the guidance, and then you're on 
on your way. Uh, be very careful going to your friend who's got this idea for you know this product or this investment idea, whatever, that's going to solve all your problems. That's where the red flags come up. So, John, great question. Um, hopefully we did some justice to the answer. Uh, again, it's, it's filled with it depends and what are your goals and objectives. And again, I got to be a little selfish here. Just give us a ring and uh, spend some time with Daniel because he's brilliant. He was getting coffee, so he didn't hear me say that. So, And he doesn't listen to the replays. My name is Ron Swanson. Crying, acceptable at funerals and the Grand Canyon. All right, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, remember, check us out on Instagram, DIY.money, or join the DIY tribe on Facebook. And always, again, send us those questions. Podcast at DIYMoney.org. That's podcast at DIYMoney.org. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very, very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.